Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, October 26, 2021. This is 8.59 p.m. Eastern Time as we welcome you to episode number 1059 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Of course, I'm also coming to you from the HQ here tonight as well. First thing we will start off with is our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame, of course, filling in for 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice who is, of course, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, are, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. By now, we should have been hearing from the human suplex machine, John Gross. (coughs) However, we have not heard anything from him as of yet. In the event we do not hear anything by the time our new segment is up, then I'll be bringing you your... the first volley of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. We hope to have more folks on here, of course, here tonight. However, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444. Call around 138055 pound to match six numbers. And by all means, please press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we will, of course, talk about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw, which, of course, obviously started off the, as they call it, the new era of Raw. Of course, as you know, or at least a couple weeks ago, they did have, of course, the draft and of course this was going to take effect of course after crown jewel uh, uh took place in saudi arabia last week 
And so, of course, obviously, a lot of big-time things did take place, of course, uh, last night here as a result of all that. And we will, of course, definitely do some talking about that here this evening. We will also try to get you some insight here on tonight's episode of NXT, which, of course, uh, I did remember that this was the night that they were doing a special Halloween Havoc edition of NXT 2.0. And I, unfortunately, of course, we, were, we did not get an opportunity to prep a prediction title challenge. But I do have something, of course, there hopefully in the works. And hopefully I'll be able to present it here uh, this evening, of course, here on tonight's show. But if, of course, if something, <clears throat> if, of course, like I said, we do not, then I will, of course, be try to do something pretty darn big, big of time for uh, one of the next, I think one of the next times we do a prediction title challenge will be, of course, obviously, I believe AEW's full gear. Also, of course, Survivor Series will be coming up, too. So we'll try to do something big for either show, either one of those two shows. However, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. 1-605-562-044. Caller ID 138055-POUND. And press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening. I may have already mentioned it. But I'm just doing that again, just to emphasize on here. But we do have, of course, hopefully have a bunch to talk about here coming up here uh, this evening. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let us now proceed to 411mania.com at 9.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and bring you, of course, some of the latest wrestling news coming into play. Of course, some may include, of course, some insight here about tonight's edition, of course, of NXT. Um so we'll go ahead and bring all those here to you as well. Although, and also, of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that the WCW US Radio Network hereby thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCW US Radio Network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our on all of our shows, of course, in addition to right here on Revolution. Also, don't forget on NWO Wolfpack. Also, Raw Radio Outside the Ropes Power Hour. WCWS this morning, wrestling revisited, wrestling debate, and also of course sports machine. And hopefully we can get some more of our shows up and going here very soon before the end of the year. Our first story here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, of course does dwell into uh, does dwell into of course the uh, <coughs> uh, the uh, situation here with uh, Halloween Havoc. As Jeremy Thomas brings us our first story tonight. As it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we have new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions uh, crowned here this evening. And let's go ahead and bring in this story, of course, right here. <clears throat> we have new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions following the opening of Halloween Havoc. Gigi Dolan and JC Jane of the group Toxic Action opening match, which was a scareaway to hell ladder match against champions Io Shirai and Zodi Stark as well as Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. Of course, the highlights from the match are on this page right here. The win marks Dolan and Jane's first title reigns, and then Stark and, Stark and Shirai's reign at 112 days. They won the titles from Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell back at the Great American Bash. I'm pretty certain that they will have an, a rematch sometime down the road, possibly maybe next week. So toxic attraction, don't get used to those belts. That's all I got to say about that. You look like a couple of 
floozies as far as I'm concerned. Jeremy Thomas poses, uh, posted this story here tonight. As Tony Khan talks about CM Punk has brought a huge lift in AEW's business metrics. Hmm. Tony Khan has weighed in on what CM Punk has brought to AEW in business metrics, saying in a new interview that they've seen a big boost. Khan spoke at the Monaco Film Festival and pointed out that since Punk's arrival, the company has seen a boost in pay-per-view buys as well as SVOD subscriptions and fight on Fight Plus and more. We've seen a huge lift in our business metrics since CM Punk arrived in AEW. This was said by Tony Khan per Fightful. He's one of the great wrestling stars, and he's brought a ton of fans with him. We had a huge lift for AEW Rampage when he came in, and that gave us the high mark for that, and he helped us hit number one for a new show very early in its launch. He's continued to help lift the ratings in a very difficult time slot for when he's been on. Khan continued, the pay-per-view, of course, all out. We, we sold well over 200,000 pay-per-view views worldwide, which is not just a record for AEW, but far more than any company has done since the 1990s. Our SVOD subscriptions on Fight have more than doubled in just a couple of months since CM Punk signed up. It's amazing because those subscriptions have been accumulating for almost two years. So CM Punk, of course, obviously is the is the key right here. So there you go. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as as former referee Jimmy Corderas talks about how accurate the dark side of the ring playing right at the hell episode was. Jimmy Corderas was on the infamous plane ride from hell that was chronicled in a recent Dark Side of the Ring, and he discussed his own experience on the flight and more in a new interview. Corderas spoke with Wrestling Inc., and you can hear some of the highlights. On if he's seen sees Flair returning to wrestling after the plane ride, ride to hell episode, Corderas says, I don't know, it's hard to say, but in pro wrestling, there is a lot of forgiveness for a lot of things. After that dark side of the ring where a lot was revealed there it hit a lot of people the wrong way but time heals wounds i don't know if it will happen in this case because it seems to be something that's lingering but at the same time as someone who was on that flight and didn't witness that stuff i can't confirm what was said or not but i'll just leave it at that on his own experience on the flight cordera says for the most part from what i've heard yeah it was accurate let me put it to you this way we were seated at this table there was a table there and we were playing for right beside we were right beside the incident with Kerr Henning and Brock Lesnar when they slammed into the emergency exit door right opposite us and that's when I cranked up that seatbelt I didn't know I just didn't want to get sucked out at 30,000 feet but we didn't know but we didn't know that you can't unlock that door unless it's unlocked from the flight deck of course <clears throat> the, the cockpit the cockpit the cockpit sorry Apparently, they have to. I don't know push buttons or whatever is going on. But at the same time, there's two big guys slamming into the side of the plane. And at the door, we don't know what we're thinking. And then there's Dustin Rhodes uh, grabbing the mic and singing to Terry Reynolds and ponytails getting cut off. So we just sat in Switzerland and just stayed there. It's going to be one of those flights. Just stay in your corner. And we're going to play cards over here. As long as nobody lands on the table, we're, we'll be fine. On if he has been on other flights that got out of control, Cordero says, as crazy as that, I mean, yeah, the guys have, have fun on the flights, and there's a little bit of sipping of the pop 
and guys getting a little bit rowdy, but for some reason, this one just felt a little bit more rambunctious than normal. That's all. That's why I figured the best thing to do is just to sit in my seat. Let me put it this way. This was probably the only overseas flight where I didn't get up to go to the restroom. I swear I wasn't moving. I wasn't going anywhere until we landed. I don't know what. I don't want to get into it, but there was another flight that I called the ride from hell when we almost crashed in Russia. On the real plane ride from hell, Cordera says, it was a charter flight. We were heading over to Australia, but this was an older aircraft, and it had to stop and refuel. So as we were going over, we stopped in Alaska, refueled, spent the night, then coming down, there was a coastal city where we had to stop and refuel. But this was in the dead of winter, so as we're coming down, the plane is shaking violently, and it's doing all this crazy stuff. Everybody's strapped in and going, heck, and then the plane goes back up again and we're like what the heck and then they circle around it was on the third attempt that we finally landed and as we thought we were going down i had to put it this way everybody's looking at rick flair because he's the only guy on the plane that's been in a plane accident so we're looking to, to see him react big show seat broke and landed in brian hebner's lap it was insane and then we finally landed on the ground we hit the ground there's these cross winds and snow and blizzard we make it to the ground. Everybody's like, yes, thank you. We're not getting off. But apparently where we landed was a Russian military airport. So we couldn't get off the plane. Russian military boarded our plane with rifles. Okay, you guys are going to refuel. Then you're going to take off again. And we're thinking, what? We ended up taking off in that blizzard. And thankfully, obviously, we made it. But my goodness, it was terrifying. It was horrible. But then again, we made it to Australia. We were on the opposite side. We were in Perth. We had to fly back back over to America as we were flying across Australia we had to stop in Kearns because they, they had engine trouble and had to repair the plane it was horrible so so like I said take that with a grain of salt right there indeed 411 mania is currently providing uh, live coverage of tonight's episode a special NXT episode NXT Halloween havoc episode so if you want to of course uh, so, like I said, if you want to listen to what the guys at 411 Mania won't wish to say, please uh, go ahead, jump on here. Uh, jump on and see what they have to say about tonight's episode of, uh, of Halloween Havoc. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas is has posted spoilers from this week's edition of Impact Wrestling, which will be on, of course, on Thursday. Um <clears throat> Um, I will, I'll be going and let you know that I don't plan on, I still do not plan on, um, obviously, um, uh, I don't plan on, of course, revealing the, uh, revealing the, um, uh, the, uh, spoilers for this week's show because I will be talking about it later in the week. So, like I said, if anybody wants to come on 411mania.com and read the spoilers, they're welcome to come and do so. But i rather, like I said, just as always, like when it comes to wrestling shows, I'd rather, like I said, be a little bit surprised in order mm -hmm. before I do something of that, before I mention anything like that. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As Mickey James is set to make an appearance and matches have been set for this week's edition of Impact Wrestling. 
And of course, let, I've seen a picture of Mickey James holding the knockouts title, and it looks twice, it looks 10 times better than when it was on Deanna Peraza, in my personal opinion. New knockouts champion Mickey James will be appearing on this week's episode of Impact Wrestling. Impact has announced that announced James for Thursday's show to discuss her knockouts championship win over Deanna Peraza at Bound for Glory, along with two matches, of course, right here. <clears throat> Uh, of course, so far, we do know Chris Saban will take on Ace Austin, and Joe Doring will take on Heath, as in Heath Slater. And as we said, Mickey James will address the uh, impact the impact zone uh, this Thursday. So if you want to check that out, please go ahead and do so. Of course, <clears throat> Mickey James has been very, very active, and of course, in both Impact and the NWA. So, uh, so, so. But congratulations again this past Saturday as, of course, finally someone has dethroned Deanna Perrazzo. It's about time to. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Alberto El Patron's sexual assault trial has been delayed again. Alberto El Patron won't go on trial on charges of sexual assault and more until December as, as the trial has been delayed once again. PW Insider reports that the trial, which was supposed to start on me, has been pushed out, pushed out once more according to court records. The trial is now set to begin on December the 13th in San Antonio. The trial was initially set to begin in January 2020, but had been delayed multiple times due to the pandemic. Patron is charged with four counts of sexual assault and one of aggravated kidnapping on allegations that he assaulted a woman after accusing her of infidelity, forced her to wear a dress and dance for him and eventually violently sexually assaulted her over a period of hours. The woman went to police the same day and had bruises on her face, arms, legs, and neck, as observed by the responding officer. She also alleged that Patron attempted to burn her passport and destroy her computer and cell phone and threatened to take her son and drop him in the middle of the road somewhere if she didn't stop crying before the alleged sexual assault. If convicted, Patron potentially faces life in prison. It was reported in in November last year, that a woman who is alleged to have made the actions apologized on social media, which Patron's brother shared and used to claim that it was an admission that the charges were false. That situation did nothing, of course, to change the trial date, as we said before. So, like I said, it's been delayed until December the 13th. So. Here's another story just now coming in here, folks. Jeremy, Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story right here. As WWE has reportedly released ring announcer Greg Hamilton. Greg Hamilton has reportedly been released from his WWE contract. PW Insider reports that WWE released Hamilton. His real name is Greg Hudson. Earlier this week, Hamilton signed with WWE in 2015, began with NXT and Tough Enough before moving to the main roster and eventually working with SmackDown. Hamilton reportedly took issue with West Side Gun using a sample and said on Instagram that WWE would sue Gun on his behalf. Hamilton has removed WWE from his Twitter account and made it private. While some assumptions may be drawn from that by some, it is not currently confirmed. <clears throat> Hamilton Ham <clears throat> is not currently confirmed that Ham Hamilton was released. So, so right now, apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it seems that, like I said, he is, 
he is no longer he may not be may not like it once again may not be may or may not be released from wwe we'll have to keep watching this story very carefully jeremy thomas posted this story here as this week's edition of aew dark is online now i will let you know we did post that earlier on the aew us page you can go back and check that out the live stream is online for this week's edition of aew dark which will feature brian De- of course it did feature brian daniels in action the video is right here on this page which we did it did kick off at seven o'clock eastern the following card was this bobby fish took on invictus uh, cash dante martin with leo rush in his corner took on jdx diamante took on skylar moore too fast to fuego took on <clears throat> kid bandit and dean alexander eddie kingston took on jack evans rio took on zinta k shane stetson took on dark Orders and Tiger Ruas took on DJ Brown and Brian Danielson took on Aaron Solo. And we said we did post this earlier in the AWS page if anybody wants to go on there and, and, uh, ch- and check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story with some WWE news right here. Black card to live tweet Halloween Havoc. And also Robert Stone opens some new gyms. Chauncey Blackheart may not be at NXT Halloween Havoc this year, but she's making her presence known by live tweeting the show. Chauncey, who was the host of last year's Halloween special edition of NXT, posted on Twitter to reveal the news. Chauncey posted this on her Twitter account. Tonight is NXT 2.0 Halloween Havoc. I'll be watching, watch and screen with me at USA underscore network at WBNXT, hashtag Halloween Havoc. Also, Robert Stone and his wife have opened two new gyms in Florida. The two who already owned a gym in Baldwin Park have opened new ones in, in the cities of Maitland and Oviedo, Florida. You can see the Instagram accounts for the two new gyms, of course, here at at the respective links so yes we might i think we might have another we got several more stories to bring here folks but i think there was one that uh uh let's see uh yes okay jeremy thomas posted this story here uh today as of course, Halloween Havoc was the, was as that for the first half hour. Half, 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 uh, excuse me, I'll talk in a minute. Halloween Havoc of course, is set to be commercial free for the first half hour. Hmm. The first half hour of NXT Halloween Havoc, of course, was presented without commercials. WWE announced this earlier today that tonight's special episode of the show, which is air on USA Network, will be presented without advertisements for the first half hour. Of course, as you know, so far, uh, the, the lineup is the NXT title match, Tommaso Ciampa defending against Braun Breaker, the scareway the, uh, the to uh, NXT women's tag team title match, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark versus Toxic Attraction versus Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada, which we know Toxic Attraction won the match, spin the wheel, make a deal match with the NXT women's title, Raquel Gonzalez taking on Mandy Rose, the spin the wheel, make a deal, NXT tag team, the men's tag team title match, MSK taking on Imperium. Also, the day 
debut of Solo Sikoa, uh, The Haunted House Search with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Also, special guests from the Child's Play movies, Chucky and L.A. Knight, of course, is hosting tonight's show. So, there you go. Speaking of, of course, Halloween Havoc, Blake Lavelle posted this story right here. <coughs> As Braun Breaker talk, of course, talks about WWE NXT, NXT title match against Tommaso Ciampa, uh, and which he pretty much says, we're done with the coexisting stuff. Braun Breaker is ready for his NXT title opportunity against reigning champion Tommaso Ciampa on tonight's Halloween Havoc special. And in a WWE exclusive, the challenger discussed his thoughts heading into the match. In a video released on the NXT Twitter account, Breaker stated that he was done with the coexisting stuff with Ciampa. He was going to take the belt from him at Havoc. Uh, Braun Breaker says, I'm thankful to be in this position. What an opportunity for me to go into Halloween Havoc and be in the main event for the NXT title. I respect Tommaso Ciampa, but listen, we're done with the coexisting stuff. We're done being friends and teammates. And this, there ain't nothing left to do but fight for the NXT title. And if this doesn't bring any, if he doesn't bring everything he's got, he ain't going to be walking around holding the belt like this anymore. But I'm going to take it right from him. Believe that. Of course, also make on here if you want to view a rumor on how the match could unfold. You can, of course, check that out. Of course, also you can check out the tweet from NXT, of course, talking about the match. Of course, here, which, which may be coming up here, of course, here in a little while. Uh, Blake Lavelle posted this story today as Adam Shearer confirms the name The Titan and announces an upcoming indie appearance. Adam Shearer, of course, also of course, was known as Braun Strowman in WWE, has confirmed rumors that he'll be using the Titan as part of his wrestling name moving forward. And while also announcing an upcoming appearance on the independent scene, Shearer took to Twitter on Monday to announce that he'll be at GLCW's Blizzard Brawl event on December the 4th at the Waukesha County Expo Center in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And the graphic for his appearance is specifically mentioned the Titan in his name. It's also worth noting that Shear stated that it will probably be the only show he's going to do for the rest of the year. There has been speculation that Shear would debut for Impact at last weekend's Bound for Glory pay-per-view, but of course that did not happen. You can of course check out uh, you can check out uh, the tweet from Adam Shear right here, which is his tweet at Adam Shear ninety nine. He says, "Seeing this is probably the only show I'm going to do for the rest of the year. I couldn't say of anywhere." to do one day in my backyard in Wisconsin. Come and see me at, at Blizzard Brawl December 4th. Hashtag Titan. Hashtag Rise. Hashtag Adam Shear. Hashtag Time for Some Fun. Of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, he is actually uh, actually was born and raised in North Carolina. So <clears throat> Jeffrey Harris posted this story today as Brian Danielson talks about on why he needs to have Lashes in AEW. During an interview with WEEI 93.7 FM in Boston, AEW star Brian Danielson discussed needing to work less matches in AEW because he likes to work hard in the ring. He stated the following right here via Fightful. I'm a little more judicious, but realistically, the big thing that has changed, and this was a choice when I re-signed my last WWE contract when I came to AEW, 
And one of the benefits of AEW is that I'm doing less matches, but I like to go hard. If you tell me to go a little bit lighter today, today, it's easy to say, but in practice, it doesn't work like that. I don't care if there are 20,000 people like at Arthur Ashe Stadium or if there are like 85 people. And I've wrestled in front of less than 100 people many times. People still pay their money to see the show, and you want to give them a great show. It's hard for people for me, like me, to pull back. Really, it's about doing a less number of matches per year, focusing on the quality of those matches and making sure I give the live crowd something that they are happy that crowd something they are happy they paid their money to see. Of course, Brian Downson was set, of course, did, did have action here tonight on AW's on AW Dark on Aaron's against Aaron Solo. He is also scheduled to face Eddie Kingston in an AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament semifinal match this Friday on Rampage. Uh, Some great matches, of course, here indeed. This story came out today here. Uh, Liv Morgan shares some photos of some uh, Chucky-inspired gear from from last night's Raw. Hmm, interesting. Liv Morgan was in action on last night's edition of Raw, losing to Carmella. The gear she wore on Raw was inspired from Chucky from the Child's Play franchise. She shared some photos of her from last night's show on Twitter. Of course, you can see right here down here on this page. Morgan wrote in the caption, Hey, at Chucky is real. Want to play at WWE? WWE broadcaster Megan Morant and NXT superstar Indy Hartwell were also impressed with her gear and the photos. Meanwhile, Chucky is set to, of course, Chucky, as we said, was set to make an appearance tonight on tonight's edition of Halloween Havoc. Liv Morgan says on her Twitter account, Hey, at Chucky is real. Want to play at WWE? Uh, Indy Hartwell says inc- said incredible on her Twitter account, and Megan Morant said, "Oh my!" So, and one more story here to bring in before we, of course, uh, before we move on to our history and birth. Hopefully, we'll be get our history and birthday reports here in just a minute. A Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night as a GoFundMe has up to help Jimmy Grave after both legs have been amputated. Ring of Honor and TNA alumnus Jimmy Rabe is in need after a MRSA infection has required that both of his legs be amputated. A GoFundMe has been set up to assist Rabe, who was part of the embassy in Ring of Honor and worked alongside Lance Archer and TNA after he revealed on Sunday that his legs need to be amputated. This latest health issue for the star who had to have his left arm amputated in November of last year Due to an infection, the current GoFundMe has raised fifteen thousand one hundred five dollars. One hundred five dollars thus far, the twenty thousand goal. With top donations coming from Chris Jericho, who, who, who donated twenty five hundred, Cedric Alexander, who donated a thousand, Doc Gals, who donated five hundred, and others. Of course, you can you can look at the page and you can contribute. There's a link to it right here on this page. If you want to, of course, take a look at that, or you can if you can donate something. Of course, on behalf of 411 Mania and also, of course, our right here in the WCWS radio network, uh, our best wishes, of course, go out to Jimmy Rave. A very, very hard time, of course, indeed. Jimmy Rave did post this on his Twitter account, at the Jimmy Rave. Apparently, it's time for me to come clean. This past June, I began having trouble walking and went to my surgeon. 
He determined that I had MRSA in both legs and it need to be amputated. Promoters can tell you, along with my peers, I've had a history with this and would and, and would cancel. And also, he posted this on it. He posted that on the 24th. He posted this on October 21st. Thank you for all those who have been supportive of this journey thus far. Your contributions have helped in my daily living and getting life back in order. I just recently got this bill in the mail. Wow, if you can help. Uh, PayPal is at James Guffey, G-U-F-F-E-Y, at gmail.com. He also has a cash app, which is the dollar sign and Jimmy Rave. Uh, and there's also a, a picture, of course, on a link to, to a picture, of course, on Twitter, if you wish to, of course, check that out here as well. So our best wishes go out to the one and the only, of course, Jimmy Rave here here tonight. And we do thank our friends at 411 Mania for bringing us, of course, <clears throat> bringing us, of course, uh, the wrestling news and views here tonight. Of course, we do still give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WCWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor have we ever <clears throat> nor have we ever questioned that at all in the past, in the past, of course, six years. <clears throat> And I do see, ladies and gentlemen, standing by here, of course, already getting up our, our first volley of our wrestling and pop culture birthday reports here tonight. He is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the Terrain WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> he is also, of course, a co-owner co co of the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, and he's a multiple-time title holder in both WCWS and GSWI. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Front Royal, Virginia here tonight, he is, of course, our version of the human suplex machine and can deliver 10 times more of a punch than Taz ever could. Ladies and one and the only, Mr. John Gross. And, John, we welcome you, sir, to episode 1059 of Revolution. Thank you for being here with us here, of course, here tonight. Now let's go ahead and bring you bring you some of the history and birthdays that he's got up thus far for today, October the 26th. On a state in 1960 in Wellington, Wellington, New Zealand, Al Hobman defeats defeats John De Silva with a New Zealand heavyweight. On a state in 1964, Tony Bourne, who I believe was the father of, of the man who became Doink the Clown, Matt Bourne. Begins his third reign as the NWA Texas Brass Knuckles Championship champion <clears throat> after defeating Killer Carl Cox in Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. On a date in 1982, Chief J. Strombo and Jewel and Chief J. and Jewel Strombo defeat Mr. Fuji and Mr. C to to pick up the WWF Tag Team Titles to become two-time champions. It was just over a year since they won the belts originally. On a stage in 1997, WCW held their Halloween Havoc show at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas with Rey Mysterio defeating Eddie Guerrero in a title versus mask match to pick up the Cruiserweight title. 
The match was named by Wrestling Observer Newsletter as the fourth best match in 1997, but the worst match of all was Pisces Hogan in a cage match. On the same 1998, Motley Crue performed live on Monday Night Raw, and Stone Cold Steve Austin is rehired by Shane McMahon. On the same 2002, WWE held their United Kingdom pay-per-view entitled Rebellion. It is actually the final event called Rebellion ever. On the same 2008, WWE's Cyber Sunday was held in Phoenix, Arizona, with 12,500 people were in attendance, and it's the last uh, Cyber Sunday. Shelton Benjamin defeated R-Truth in a dark match to retain Intercontinental t- the United States title. <coughs> Excuse me. Rey Mysterio defeated Kane in a no-holds barred match. Matt Hardy defeated Evan Bourne to retain the ECW title. John Morrison and Miz defeated Crime Time in a tag team match. The Honky Tonk Man defeated Santino Morella by DQ in an Intercontinental title match. This is Hogan's first match since the 2001 Royal Rumble. The Inter- I remember that moment, yes. The Undertaker defeated The Big Show in a last man standing match. Triple H defeated Jeff Hardy to retain the WWE title. And Batista defeated Chris Jericho to pick up the World Heavyweight title with Stone Cold Steve Austin as the guest referee. On the same 2009, Raw was held in Buffalo, New York, as Kyle Bush and Joey Logano were the guest hosts of Monday Night Raw. But Kingston also did some something unforgettable as well as he vandalized Randy Orton's, uh, I think it was a gift, given to Randy Orton, which was an actual uh, NASCAR uh, uh, race car. And Kobe Kingston actually vandalized it. On the same 2014, WWE's Hell in a Cell event took place in Dallas, Texas. 15,303 people were in attendance with 83,000 views watching on pay-per-view. This is down from 212,000, of of course, for the uh, 2013 edition. Mark Henry defeated Bo Dallas in a pre-show match. Dolph Ziggler defeated Cesaro to pick up the Intercontinental title in a two-out-three falls match, with Ziggler winning 2-0. to zero. Nikki Bella defeated Brie Bella. The loser become the, becomes the winner's personal assistant. Goldust and Stardust defeated the Usos to retain the tag team title. John Cena re- defeated Randy Orton in a Hell in a Cell match to become the number one contender for the World Heavyweight title. Sheamus defeated The Miz to retain the United States title. Rusev defeated The Big Show by technical submission. AJ Lee defeated Paige to retain the Divas title. And Seth Rollins defeated Dean Ambrose in a Hell in a Cell match. Before the match started, both men climbed on the top of the cell and brought on for a few minutes until both men fell through the announce table. It's the first time since Armageddon 2000 that fell off the hell in the cell. At the end of the match, Bray Wyatt showed up to attack Dean Ambrose, giving Seth Rollins the win. We have some birthdays to talk about. Happy 72nd birthday to Kevin Sullivan. Happy 52nd birthday to Kurgan. Happy 48th birthday to former... Uh, the, the inaugural WWF light heavyweight champion, Takamishinoku. As you know, he won the title on December 7th, 1997, held it until October 18th, 1998. Happy 42nd birthday to Bobby Fish. Happy 43rd birthday <clears throat> to former WWE champion, world heavyweight champion, former Intercontinental champion, former Money in the Bank winner, former tag team champion, holding a 434-day reign as WWE champion, and proclaimed their course as the best in the world, will always be the best in the world, of course, uh, 
AEW current AEW superstar CM Punk. And there wouldn't be, of course, any history without the superstar of all time. John put it very, very succinctly here. Punk began his wrestling at Steel Domain Wrestling in 1999. He befriended Colt Cabana as they spent most of their early career as both opponents and tag team partners. In 2002, Punk captured the IWC heavyweight title, feuding with Colt Cabana and Chris Hero, while also rising to the top, winning the IWA Mid-South Light Heavyweight title and also the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight title. Punk also had matches with AJ Styles and in matches for the heavyweight belt. Punk also had long matches with Chris Hero. Punk joined Ring of Honor in November of 2002 as he joined Ring of Honor as a face but turned heel when he faced Raven, which led to one of the biggest feuds in 2003 with Punk, Punk defeating Raven in a steel cage match. Punk climbed the ranks of Ring of Honor. He won the tag team titles with Colt Cabana as the Second City Saints. In 2004, he battled Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor world title. Their first match ended in a 16-minute time limit draw when neither Punk nor Joe could pin or cause the other to tap in the 60 minutes. Again, they wrestled for a second 60-minute draw in October. Punk and Joe received a five-star rating from Dave Meltzer. It was the first match in North America to receive a five-star rating since the October 5th, 97 match when Undertaker and Shawn Michaels battled inside Hell in a Cell. Joe defeated Punk in December, in which there was a no time limit st stipulation. Punk received a tryout match in WWE 2005 as he faced Val Venus in a losing effort. Punk accepted the deal, but he did defeat Austin Aries and finally captured the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title on June 18th. Punk had threatened to take the Ring of Honor World title to the WWE and teased the Ring of Honor locker room and the Ring of Honor fans, as well as mocking the belt he possessed, going so far as to sign his WWE contract on it. Mick Foley made some Ring of Honor appearances, convincing Punk to do the right thing and defend the title on his way. On August 12th, Punk lost the ROH World title to James Gibson in a fatal four-way match. Punk had his final match the next night against Colt Cabana, which he lost. While wrestling for Ring of Honor, Punk made an appearance in TNA in 2003, joining Raven's Flock. But Punk got in trouble in 2004 and was released from TNA. In September 2005, Punk was assigned to OV, the Ohio Valley Wrestling, a WWE developmental territory. On September 2005, in his OVW match, he suffered a ruptured eardrum and broken nose against Danny Inferno. Punk quickly went on and, and recovered. He defeated Ken Doan on November 9, 2005 to regain the OVW TV title, but dropped the title on January 4, 2006. After Matt Capitelli vacated his OVW heavyweight title, Punk had a feud with Brent Albright for the title. On May 3rd, Punk won the championship in a strap match against Albright. He continued the title against up-and-coming stars, including Mr. Kennedy and also The Miz. He and Seth Skyfire won the OVW Southern Tag Team titles but lost the belts five days later. And Punk also lost the OVW Heavyweight title. Punk continued to make some appearances for OVW until both OVW and WWE disbanded in 2008. Punk made his ECW debut on June 24, 2006 at a house show defeating Stephen Richards. He made his debut on Independence Day <coughs> 2006. Talking about his straight-edge straight edge lifestyle, at the Hammerstein Ballroom, Punk defeated Justin Krebel in his TV debut match and continued to go undefeated in the ECW. Punk had a brief feud with Mike Knox, with Punk defeating Knox as well as a rematch the following week. At the 2006 Survivor Series, he was part of, 
part of the DX shutout when the entire team shut out rated RKO. Punk made Johnny Nitro submit to the Anaconda. Punk also competed in the Extreme Elimination Chamber match, but was eliminated first by RVD. In 2007, Punk's first loss came to veteran Hardcore Holly. He participated in the Royal Rumble match, but was eliminated by the great Kali. Also competed in the Money in the Bank ladder match, but failed to win it. In June of 2007, Punk was a part of the ECW title tournament and advanced to the finals, in which he was scheduled to face Chris Benoit, but Benoit didn't show. Johnny Nitro took Benoit's place, and we knew what happened. Of course, why Benoit wasn't there, of course. Nitro won the ECW title at Vengeance Night of Champions with two attempts to win the title at SummerSlam and the Bash. Punk finally picked up the ECW title in September 2007 over Johnny Nitro, of course, John Morrison, and stayed on as w, ECW champion, defending the, the title against Elijah Burke, Big Daddy V, The Miz, and John Morrison, but Punk lost the ECW title to Chavo Guerrero in a no-DQ match interference from Edge. At WrestleMania 24, Punk uh, sophomore moment finally occurred when he won the Money in the Bank match and immediately joined the Raw brand in the 2008 draft. On June 30, 2008, Punk regained the World Heavyweight title by cashing his briefcase, defeating Edge to win the World Heavyweight title after Edge was attacked by Batista. Later that night, he successfully defended the title against JBL. Punk continued to defend the World Heavyweight title against Batista and JBL, but lost the World Heavyweight title at Unforgiven. He was scheduled to defend it. He was scheduled to defend it against <clears throat> Kane, Rey Mysterio, Batista, and JBL and Unforgiven. But he was a, he was attacked by Randy Orton in Legacy, causing Chris Jericho to take CM Punk's place. Punk teamed up with Kofi Kingston to defeat Legacy to win the World Tag Team titles in October 2008. They lost the titles to Morrison and The Miz in January 2009. Won his third singles championship, the Intercontinental title over William Regal. But he would lose the title to JBL at WrestleMania 25. Punk became the first man in history to win Money in the Bank twice by winning it once again at Extreme Rules. Punk defeated Jeff Hardy to win the World Heavyweight title after Hardy defeated Edge to regain the world title in the latter match. Punk would then show signs of a heel turn as he lost the title to Hardy at Nine of Champions, and his heel turn was confirmed when he had three. <clears throat> At SummerSlam, he beat Hardy to regain the World Heavyweight title in a TLC match. Punk would then feud with The Undertaker, who defeated him in Breaking Point without The Undertaker tapping out. The Undertaker would beat Punk to win the World Heavyweight title inside Hell in a Cell. In the winter of 2009-2010, Punk formed a straight edge, cult having Lou Gallows, formerly known as Festus, and also Serena Deeb as his disciples. They would feud with Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 26, Punk lost to Mysterio and guys went back at Extreme Rules until over the limit when Mysterio beat him and Mysterio would shave CM Punk's head bald. Punk wore a mask to hide his bald head, hair, but it was exposed by the Big Show. Punk had a brief, brief feud with the Big Show for a while until Big Show defeated him at Night of Champions. <clears throat> Punk was then traded to the Raw brand. An injury had sidelined Punk for a bit that Punk had to join commentary, but Punk would begin a rivalry with John Cena and be a part, of course, of the group, the new Nexus, expelling Wade Barrett from the from leadership as well. On 
on June 27, 2011, during a match with John Cena and R-Truth in a tables match. <coughs> Excuse me. Punk ran down the ringside to attempt to attack Cena and did so, costing Cena the match. After the match, cut, Punk cut an unscripted promo saying that John Cena kisses Vince McMahon's keister. And that he was going to leave the WWE with the WWE title around his waist and cut a pipe bomb promo on Vince McMahon. However, his mic cut off before he could say more. Punk would defeat John Cena at money to win the WWE title. And left the WWE with it, but returned eight days later after John Cena had won the WWE title tournament match. Claiming that there were two WWE champions. SummerSlam Punk defeated Cena to become the undisputed WWE champion. But he but he was cashed in on by Alberto Del Rio after Kevin Nash attacked CM Punk. Punk would then blame Triple H and Kevin Nash. This led to at night of champions. With him and Triple H, with P Triple H going over Punk. At the 2011 Survivor Series, Punk recaptured the WWE title against Alberto Del Rio, starting his 434 day. Reign as the champion. Through 2000, between 2011 and 2013, from his face and heel run, Punk defended the title against the likes of Alberto Del Rio, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, R-Truth, Kofi Kingston, Chris Jericho, Mark Henry, Daniel Bryan, Kane, John Cena, Big Show, Ryback, and others, until finally losing the title to The Rock at the 2013 Royal Rumble. Punk also, was also managed by Paul Heyman in 2012 while he was WWE Champion. And after losing the title to The Rock, Punk challenged the Undertaker streak 
Punk went as far as to disrespect the Undertaker's manager, Paul Bear, who recent, recently passed away, and he also repossessed the urn. At WrestleMania 29, Punk failed to beat the Undertaker's streak with Undertaker going over Punk. Punk would walk out of the WWE but return to in the summer to feud with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar as a face. After the feud with Heyman was over, Punk then feuded with Lynch's authority again. At the 2014 Royal Rumble, Punk made his last WWE appearance, entering as the number one entrant and staying in the Final Four until he was eliminated by Kane. After the Royal Rumble, Punk walked out of the w on the WWE and got his resignation papers on his wedding day and where he married former WWE diva AJ Lee. After leaving the WWE, Punk started to do some UFC fighting. That didn't work out most, but that didn't work. That didn't work out for the most of it. After a low-profile course on wrestling. Punk made a surprise appearance on WWE backstage. On November, on November 12, 2019, and it also made some rare backstage appearances backstage, but Punk and WWE really never talked things out. It was and it was halted due to, of course, the pandemic in June of last year. On August twentieth, two thousand twenty-one, after a seven-year hiatus, Punk made his debut for AEW and his first match at the All Out pay-per-view in his hometown. He defeated Darby Allen. Punk. Has started a real, a big, an inter a very interesting winning streak in AEW. And we also found out that JD has really been growing a set of balls up lately. So. <laughs> Winning on Rampage against the likes, of course, of Powerhouse Hobbs, Daniel Garcia, and most recently Matt Seidel, who, of course, it was, as you know, known as Evan Bourne. And apparently, John's not going to... Okay, now that's it for the wrestling portion. Now here we go with the pop culture portion.
On this date in 1682, William Penn accepts area around Delaware River from the Duke of York. On the stage in 1776, Benjamin Franklin departs for France on the mid seat court for the American Revolution. On the stage in 1774, the First Continental Congress adjourns in Philadelphia, and Minutemen is organized in the in the U.S. colonies. On the stage in 1850, Robert McClure cites the fabled Northwest Passage for the very first time. On the stage in 1861, the Pony Express from Missouri to California ends after 19 months. On a stage in 1863, the Football Association forms in England. Of course, that's that's that to us that would be soccer, but they call it football over in England. On a stage in 1869, American steeplechase horse race takes place in West in, in Westchester, New York, and the first horse they rode on was called JD. <laughs> on a stage in 1868. Uh, White terrorists commit a racist crime as they kill several African Americans in St. Bernard Parish, Louisiana. I want to say in 1881, the gunfight at the OK Corral and where the most famous shootout in the Wild West occurs, including Wyatt Earp and the Cowboys. But Tom and Frank and Billy Clanton were killed. I want to say in 1887, Detroit beat St. Louis in the World Championship Series. On the state in 1911, the Philadelphia A's routed the New York Giants 13-2 to win the World Series championship. On the state in 1918, Eric Ludendorff, the Supreme Commander from Germany, resigns. On the state in 1919, Woodrow Wilson's veto of prohibition enforcement bill is overridden.
On this date, 1943, and during World War II, the first flight of the Dornier Du 335. On this date, 1949, President Harry Truman increases the minimum wage from 40 cents to 75 cents. On this date, 1950, Branch Rickey resigns as the president of the Brooklyn Dodgers. On this date, 1951, at the age of 76, Winston Churchill is re-elected as the as British Prime Minister. On the state 1960, the American League approves Washington Senators' move to become the Minnesota Twins and announced franchises in Los Angeles in, and Washington, D.C. for 1961. In 1962, President John F. Kennedy warns Russia that the United States wouldn't allow Soviet missiles to remain in Cuba. On the state 1965, the Beatles receive MBEs at Buckingham Palace. I have no idea what, what they mean by MBEs. I want to say 1968, Foreman wins the Olympic heavyweight gold medal. On the 1972, Edwin Land introduces the first truly instant camera at an event in Miami, Florida. And guided tours of the former president Alcatraz, uh, the National Park Service officially began. Everyone got to see what it was like to serve time in Alcatraz. Which is, of course, out there at the big prison island, of course, near San Francisco. On the state, nineteen seventy-four, the Cleveland Coliseum opens for the for these Cleveland Cavaliers and the and the MISL's Crunch. On the state, nineteen eighty-one, the Los Angeles Dodgers win the World Series. Defeating the New York Yankees four games to two. On his day in nineteen eighty two, Steve Carlton becomes the first pitcher to win four Cy Young Awards. On his day in nineteen eighty four, the first Terminator movie. Is released in the United States. I'll be back. The Burger King. <laughs> no. But of course, first Terminator movie, I'm the best right there. 
on this date in 1985 on a poor call in the sixth game, umpire Don Deckinger starts a string of events costing the Cardinals the World Series, and Doug, and Doug Harvey's number two jersey is retired by the Montreal Canadiens. On Saturday, 1987, Jones was down 156.83 points. On the set in 1988, Donald Trump, or as we've called him, Donald Dump, bills Mike Tyson $2 million for four months' advisory service. On the three NFL, NFL announces a new expansion team, which is, of course, my home team, the Carolina Panthers, of course, which is based, of course, in Charlotte. And also, the New Jersey Devils lose 2-0 to zero to Montreal after winning first seven games of 1993. I want to say 1996, the New York Yankees beat the Braves for the World Series. I want to say 1997, Florida defeats Cleveland for the World Series. On this day in 2000, the Yankees beat the Mets in the Subway Series for the World Series. On this day in 2005, the Chicago White Sox beats the Houston Astros 1-0, of course, for the World Series. On say in 2012, Hurricane Sandy makes landfall in the Bahamas. On the state last year, police officers in Philadelphia shot and killed another African-American gentleman named Walter Wallace Jr., who was only armed with a knife. Happy 73rd birthday to, of course, the lady that, to, of course, the wife of former President Bill Clinton, who uh, ran for president in 2016, Hillary Clinton. Happy 53rd birthday to country singer Keith Urban. Happy 47th birthday to Seth MacFarlane, of course, best known, of course, for our family guy. And I believe the show called The Orville, the space comedy.
Happy 74th birthday to Pat Sajak, the longtime host of Wheel of Fortune. Happy 43rd birthday to John Heater, of course, best known for the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Also, I think the movie Blades of Glory, I think, was another movie he was in. And also made a guest appearance on Raw in 2010 as the guest host teaming up with The Miz and The Big Show against Hornswoggle and DX, with, of course, Hornswoggle and DX winning the match. Of course, I think it was Don Johnson of Miami Vice fame that tossed Heater back into the ring. I remember that very well. The, the movie The Lion King 2 Simba released on this date in 1998. which was a sequel to the 1994 Lion King. Uh, the song uh, Under Pressure by the group Queen was released on this day in 1981. I believe they did a duet with uh, the late David Bowie for that song, which was a great song. And of course, Vanilla Ice tried to copy when he did uh, Ice Ice Baby, if you remember that. Uh, Your Song by Elton John was released on this date in 1970. And John has, has mentioned to us that he has no uh, NASCAR to report. So that's all we got here today for both the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays to First Volley. We do thank, of course, John for bringing that to our attention. And plus, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to thank 411 Mania for bringing up for, for providing tonight's wrestling news reviews here for this evening. 1605-562-562. 0444 caller ID 138055 pound. This is Tuesday, October 2021, episode 1059 of WCWS Revolution. Uh, Mr. WCWS, uh, Chad Hinshaw, alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you here, of course, here tonight. So far, ladies and gentlemen, we have one, we have one gentleman here that has been waiting very, very patiently. And so let's go ahead, we'll go ahead and, uh, course give him the of course the uh proper introduction of course here indeed he's the general manager of wc and empire of course here on facebook he is also of course a member of 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 course gswi he holds titles in both it and wcws and he's also known as the man with the golden voice here of course here in wcw us on all of our shows he has proven that of course time and time again he also provides, of course, your daily uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports, both WCWS Fan Empire 
and WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, as well as other wrestling groups, of course, also on Facebook as well. And of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be he'll be getting up, uh, 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 dancing like MC Hammer, probably here in the next few minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> but that would be funny. That'd be interesting to see. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you do go up and up and down the streets here of Indianapolis, Indiana, of course, as we see this, he of course does still resemble both Arsenio Hall and also Lionel Richie. And every time you see him walking up, up, up and down the streets or sidewalks, wherever, wherever you see him, of course, you can go a little bit something like this. Hello. So let's let me go ahead and bring him in here right now. We welcome to episode number 1059 of WCWS Revolution here this evening. I welcome the one and the only, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, sir. The episode, the episode 1059 of Revolution. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chad. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad I'm doing better. You sound, you sound terrific. Uh, we're very much, we're very glad to hear that. Of course, as you know, Justin was under the weather a little bit during some of our programs last week, uh, but we're glad to hear that he is doing, of course, much better here. So glad to hear, of course, here. And dive right into it here at 11 minutes after 10. Uh, John's already left us. He's got his thoughts right here. Well, he's still here, but he's brought in his thoughts about what happened last night on Raw. Let me go ahead and read what he has right here. He says he thought Raw was okay to include the ladder match. That, that was the only, of course, good match of the show. The rest was actually just 100% poor. So that is John's official review of this edition of Monday Night Raw. Now, of course, let's uh, let's go ahead here and uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, bring it over here to Justin here to see what if he has anything, of course, here to add about uh, last night's edition of Raw, about what he thought his personal uh, thoughts were about anything that did take place on last night's show. Justin, please go ahead. Let's hear what you have to say. You know what? Um. The only thing that upsets me is um, um, Zelina Vega beating beating um, um, two drop eight Piper Niven again. I mean that don't, doesn't make sense. I mean everyone knows the fans know Piper Niven can beat two drop, but Vincent Man, you know Vincent Man has booked come up Vincent and Bruce Pritchard and booked to fucking Beaver Kevin and had come up with something. I mean, I mean it's just stupid. I mean, you and you think anybody gives a shit about Zelina Vega's coronation? Hell no. And um, I don't think Carmella is not the pretty pretty. I don't think Carmella is the prettiest woman in WWE. In my opinion, I think she's the ugliest fucking whore in WWE. Hmm. Very good point. Very good point here, indeed. And uh. And you know, and it said, and what? And I'm not I'm, the main event. Really angered me that Seth Rollins got the got the title shot opportunity. I mean, it should have been Seth Rollins. Should been it should have been Kevin Owens or Finn Balor. But you know what? I think this man, this man doesn't like. I think this, this man doesn't like Finn Balor. I mean, I, I mean, he's I, I mean, he's Irish. The man is Irish. I mean, he pushed a fellow I felt two fellow Irish um wrestlers on like. Seamus and Bay 
bench, why not Tim Bell? I mean, I mean, let's face it, his 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 last name is Irish. McMahon is an Irish name. His last name was even Irish. I mean, you know, Kevin Owens, he the reason why, you know, the only reason why um Kevin Owens didn't win this match because Vince Man knows that he's gonna sign a deal with AEW. I mean, I'm mm. sick. Of, I don't. I, I mean, Kevin. I mean, Ke- I'm sick. I'm. It's, I mean, I mean, stupid booking. I mean, I'm someone set that left, left grin, grin off, separate, a little grin off, Seth Rollins facing that annoying laugh. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, he's playing. It sounds like to me. Sounds like to me that he's really kind of just playing favorites here because he, he wants to give several of the several that the fans are that are, are really getting behind. They're really they're really getting behind a lot of these superstars who really deserve the opportunity, but apparently this is showing right here and there. And from what you just said here, Justin, that. He's not really, like I said, given a darn as to what the fans think, and this shows this shows right here and why, like I said, more more than ever that he's not through with the promise, with the, with the thing with the promise that he actually has made, you know, by not giving people, not not giving the right people the right opportunity, because I think a lot of people are. That's why one. That's another reason why a lot a lot of people are probably getting tired of tired. Of anything involving WWE is because it's because they're not seeing you know they're not you know they're using the same the same people to make to make the uh, uh, show better and it's not and they're not giving like I said the the the, the newer talent the chance the opportunity I mean this is not really it's it's really not uh, of course really fair to all of them who actually busted their tail and all that um now i mean i not less i mean obviously of course i not less if somebody somebody if one of these people one of these folks actually said something like something as to as to the the reason behind all this i mean i don't know but i don't know why in, i don't know why in the world that he continues to favor all of a sudden, this thing with Liv Morgan and Carmella—you got—they're—they're they're, they're giving the deuce to Carmella each and every time, and all that. Not giving any credit, more credit to Liv Morgan. They're, and like you said, with the thing with Zelina Vega and Dewdrop, they're not obviously—they're—they're uh, they're giving the credit to Zelina Vega. And obviously, of course, as JD I think put it one day one day last week, that you know that she has been, like I said, Zelina Vega has actually been. Kind of in a way conforming to a lot of things that, uh, that like I said, that, that, that WWE has put into effect and all that. Even though that she had the battle with WWE uh, months ago about the situation with the Twitch policy that they had going on, apparently they, they felt that the only way to reward her was that she made it to the end of the Queen's Crown tournament. That you know that they decided to make her the winner. Of course, obviously in. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, and not give any credit at all to, uh, you know, the dewdrop there. So I mean, and of course, as you said, I mean, it's probably a, a body shaming thing because I don't think they felt that maybe Piper Niven was possibly the person that they wanted to see represent, uh, you know, to, to to be the first recipient. I mean, that's 
and I think pretty much royally that Vincent Mann is kind of is once is, is once again starting up to starting to screw a lot of his superstars over uh, time over and over and over again. And like I said before, it would not doubt I would not doubt it at all if a lot of these folks actually officially decided to go on right ahead and just simply leave. Because like I said, I mean, while a lot of them are still kind of, you know, praising WD and all that stuff, you know, I mean, some of them, like I said, are probably going to start sooner or later are going to really going to start to say, hey, you know what? You know, I'm getting kind of tired of kind of really conforming to your rules and everything. So I think it's just simply just about time that I just simply just go ahead and just move and go on elsewhere and do something else. So, I mean, I mean, obviously, so obviously, of course, uh, um, so obviously that's, that's been the, uh, that's, that's been, that's been the, uh, that's been the case here. And obviously that's why, that's why we have, have can also continue to say that we feel that's why Vince McMahon needs to be one of the next few people to actually to be dismissed from WWE because while yeah he may be the overall man in charge of it all, you know he he's not doing it all to really make a difference for his own company. I mean he's just kind of screwing his own people out. Why and and the thing is now they're finding that they they can go to other places now. They could go back on the independence if they wanted to. Like the story I just read about, uh, you know, Adam Shear that used to be Braun Strowman. He's going to be making a, sh- he's going to be doing an appearance at a show in December in Wisconsin. So, I mean, and he's, and he's quite satisfied with that. And that's going to be the last one he does for the whole year, according to what I read. Um, and of course, a lot of these superstars that, like I said that try to do their best to make a name for themselves in WWE, you know, they're not really, uh, they're, they're, they're really doing 10 times better in all these other places. More specifically, like I said, here lately, like AW, NWA, Impact, Ring of Honor. I mean, some of them have gone to New Japan. And, um, I mean, I also, like I just read before here, for example, of course, Mickey James, this past Saturday at Bound for Glory, Finally dethroned Diana Perrazzo after Perrazzo holding that knockouts title for a year and finally becoming the new knockouts champion. And she's going to be on impact. They said on Thursday to, to, to talk about it and all that stuff. So, I mean, and obviously of course, um, you know, I'm sure Moose is going to be on there talking about how he, of course, like I said, became the sec- the third, the second man, to win the Impact World Title this past Saturday, of course, by Christian Cage losing the belt, obviously that meant that AEW's relationship with Impact is pretty much kind of out the door now. So, um, <clears throat> so that was the reason why I think they that set to for Christian Cage to lose the belt to Josh Alexander, and Josh Alexander enjoyed it for about maybe a two or three minutes, where Moose actually who won a big-time event to earn a shot at the title for within a year's time. He went ahead and cashed it in on Saturday, and bingo, look what happened. He actually uh, he actually, uh, he actually did it. So there you go. 
but nevertheless, like I said, yeah. I mean, wrestling is starting, is starting to get a little bit crazy here. And, you know, you could tell by what they've been doing with a lot of these shows here lately, especially you know, even Major League Wrestling has been making that much of a, has been making that much of a run here lately. So, nevertheless here, I mean, it's it's going to be a, a big time ride here <clears throat> coming up. And obviously, Vince McMahon is going to have to start really, really considering, thinking about saying, "Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe I am, maybe I am getting my butt kicked here. Maybe something is something is going to go down, and maybe I need to, I need to, I need to figure out and do something. Because if I don't, I'm going to be put out of business. He's going to have to start worrying about it. But see, he's not even, he's even away from the wrestling portion of WWE. He's not even focusing." On the wrestling portion, it, it seems like to me. I think he's pretty much shifting toward the entertainment part of it. I mean, while they're not even acknowledging what the the second W in the, in their name really stands for anymore. I mean, I mean, like I said, they're they're, they're showing talking about up like I said, social media and uh, movies and all that stuff. I mean. I mean, apparently, I mean, it's almost as if they're, it's almost as if like Nick Khan is probably is probably going to be, is probably be, is probably in training to probably take hold. Maybe he's going to probably be the one to take Vince's place. I don't know, because he's trying to run the blame company now. Which, of course, obviously, Nick Khan. I mean, Nick Khan obviously is not really doing that much of a job anyway. I mean, except of course, just kissing some, kissing some major league tail. So, I mean. Now we're just going to have to continue to watch what happens here, but, um, but obviously, of course, in the world when it comes to wrestling and all that, at least you got other companies that are focusing on the wrestling part and not focusing on anything else. But we're just going to have to wait and see, of course, how WWE is going to respond to all this coming up here, coming up here, hopefully here, coming up here, something. One six zero five five six two zero four four, caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode one thousand fifty nine of WCWS Revolution. <clears throat> this is, like I said, Tuesday, October twenty sixth, two thousand twenty one. Uh, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here with you, as well as the Human Suplex Machine John Gross and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming here with you here tonight. Uh, we're hoping to hear folks here coming up here in the long run, uh, but uh, but ne- but but like I said, nevertheless, uh, don't forget tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, of course, first off, our our Wednesday night lineup starting at six thirty tomorrow night. Of course, our next edition of WCWUS Outside the Ropes, as I'll be bringing you, of course, the latest pop culture stories from our friends at Four. 11 mania also of course ladies and gentlemen i'll be bringing you some pop culture history and birthdays and also bring you some wrestling some wrestling tidbits to get you ready for tomorrow night's edition of revolution uh 1-4-1-3-8-7 pound be sure to join us at 6 30 eastern time tomorrow night for outside the ropes and at nine o'clock ladies and gentlemen don't forget episode number 1060 will be 40 episodes away from the 1100 mark here of course Course here on Revolution three eight zero five five pound. 
of course, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we will talk about the full results, about our give our personal thoughts and opinions as to what's going on tonight with the uh, NXT Halloween Havoc uh, episode. Also, of course, try to get you some results in for tomorrow night's AEW Dynamite and some other wrestling news tidbits that, of course, will be bringing here to you. So don't forget to listen in, of course, on uh, episode 1000 Revolution coming up here tomorrow night, starting at 9, of course, 138055-pound, right here, of course, on the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. Uh, a lot of folks uh, asked me earlier as to why I did not do a prediction title challenge for tonight's episode of Halloween Havoc. Um, I did actually have one or two people ask me this. I did not get an opportunity to really plan anything for Halloween Havoc um, because I think we were just coming off of the Crown Jewel prediction title challenge, and I did not have really have an opportunity to really weed anything out. I actually almost forgot that that it was going to be this, that it was actually going to be tonight that they were going to be doing the Halloween Havoc episode. Um, um, because I think some people went on the page to try to find it and they didn't see that I did one, but I know, unfortunately, I did not, I did not do it, but I am, I said I was, was going to be working on something, um, um, and I, <clears throat> and and I may have I may have something lined up here. I may be prepping something, and I may post it as a surprise on the Paperdiction Center second phase page sometime tonight or sometime in the morning, um, in which we will do it. We will, I will have it up until, of course, not this coming. Not this coming uh, Friday night, but of course uh, a week from this coming Friday night. Uh, if I if I have anything lined up, of course here at all. So be sure to of course, uh, of course, um, like I said, keep your eyes open on that. Uh, <clears throat> but we will we will have something of course uh, coming up here to you very very soon here indeed. Now, as as you know, of course, like I said, um, the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stokeless, did win the WCW US King of the Ring, and also the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, did officially win the WCW US Queen's Court. Um, I still need to try to get with both Jordan and Michelle to find out about which uh, titles they would like to go. They would like to go after. Of course, Jordan Stokeless would go at any of the men's singles titles while michelle michelle of course will 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 get to choose of course what single uh ladies title she would like to go after uh so like i said we will try to pass that along to both jordan and michelle come here and find out which uh <clears throat> find out of course um which belts they would like to go after here of course um <clears throat> Now, let me see here. Uh, we do have, of course, hopefully some title match, some matches coming up here very, very soon. The match, of course, from we were supposed to have 
to commend the thousandth episode of Revolution, of course, this past summer. That match is still, of course, um, ready to go at any time. And that is the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, defending the Revolution Champion, WWUS Revolution Championship against the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. We have still have not yet, to, yet been able to get that one going, but we are going to still have that match. And also, of course, uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, has made it known that he wants to defend the title. A Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and he has said he would like to defend the WWF US Brahma Bull championship against the Iceman. Uh, so we have not heard about from from all parties included, of course, about when they would like to, of course, if they would like to. I think I, we did hear one day Mr. Hulkamania would like to do it on, on one of our shows at some point, but we have not heard as to which one exactly uh, he would like to, to do it on. Um, and like I said, we haven't heard from JD and Michelle about when they'll be able to do, of course, their match. <clears throat> but, uh, but of course, like I said, we do have, a, we do have, of course, a, a lot of championships here, um, lined up here. And of course I do need to, of course, update our list on WCW US universe here, um, <clears throat> to try to get, get some more, some of the titles up. I have not posted any or a little while, but I will work on trying to get a lot of those up and going. Uh, Huh. Um, but we are going to be, of course, working on. Um, we are, of course, going to be work working on, of course, that we working on that, of course, here, uh, very, very, very soon. <clears throat> also, of course, I am. I actually kind of have a little bit of a notion of an idea here. Uh, to kind of uh, to, to get things uh, under going here, um, and John, I would like to ask for I would like to ask you to please inform um, Antonio Gutierrez and Justin Carter, of course, uh, as they as they of course as per the Crown Jewel Prediction Title Challenge that they are the new that they of course picked up the AEWS Tag Team Titles. That what I was kind of thinking about doing here is holding up, holding a fatal four-way match to, uh, for the. Uh, I'm actually putting together uh, f f uh, four teams to earn an opportunity to face Antonio and Justin for the titles, and I think I see one team I would like to put together. With of course both of, both of your gentlemen both of y'all's permission here, I would like. Yeah, yeah. John Antonio and Justin Carter are the new AEWS Tag Team Champions. They they are a team. Yes. But what I'd like to do is do is I see one team I would like to place in a possible. Number one contenders fade a four-way match um, for those belts, and that is if you and Justin Lewis Fleming would not mind teaming up to go after these, teaming up for an opportunity for these belts. Um, 
uh, John or John, are you okay with teaming up with Justin Lewis Fleming? Okay, Justin, are you okay with that too? Yeah, I am. Okay, so so late so ladies and gentlemen, I do officially have I do officially have of course uh, uh, I do officially have one one team actually established for that. And I will be coming up with three more here coming up here very, very soon. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are what we are going what I am going to do is is that we're going to do a fatal four-way tag team match here to determine the number one contenders for the AWS World Tag Team titles. And one of the teams that will be involved is the team of the human suplex machine, John Gross. I'm gonna post I'm on to as soon as I gather the teams up, um, John, just let them know. I will, whenever I have all the teams established, I will post it. So just to, it will be on the, the new pay-per-view prediction center page that I started is where I'll post the match at. I'm going to do it in a poll match. So I'm going to do it that way. Just, just let him know about just let him know about him and Antonio. But like I said, he is, but they're not involved in this, but I will let you know. I will let them know about who they're going to be facing after, after we, after we find out the results, after I get the match going and everything like that. So, yes. Okay. I'll try to explain it a little bit better later here to you, uh, uh, John, but, uh, Tell that he currently holds one half of the belts. Yeah, and his partner is Antonio Gutierrez. You can tell him all that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we do have someone now coming in here. Of course, okay. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Now we have somebody else get not somebody else on the line right here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and introduce him. He is a three-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He is also a part of the team, which brings you both. Raw Radio Afternoons, and also Sports Machine, of course, every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on Talk Shoot. believe they had a special episode here to, earlier today, uh, but still, but, but primarily Sports Machine is supposed to be on Friday afternoons. Uh, he is a multiple-time title holder in both, I do believe, both WCW US and also GSWI here as well. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, he, of course, hails from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he Definitely tells it when it comes to wrestling, also sports and entertainment and anything else under the sun here, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, he has proven time and time and time again that he is able to, of course, tell it like it is and tell it in a very bold and unique way. And he and and he has proven time also time and time again that he does not have to wear any pants in order to do it. So, like I said, so he so that's how that that's how that's how strong will with the years. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring him in here to episode number 1059 of Revolution here tonight. You simply know him, we simply know him around here in the radio network as JD, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, his real name is the one and the only, the Iceman himself, Jared D. Geralimo. JD, we welcome you, sir, to episode 1059 of Revolution. Thank you very much here for being here with us, and I noticed your talk shoe square is instead of purple, it's actually tonight. 
very unique in, indeed. So uh, good to uh, have yeah, you here. And of course, green as money. <laughs> yes. Okay. So speaking of money, uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about Halloween Havoc now, shall we? I will talk about what I think of a couple of things of Halloween Havoc. First off, let's talk about what happened tonight. Tommaso Ciampa retaining the belt against Braun Breaker. Everyone thought Braun Breaker was going to leave the Capitol Wrestling Center, and this would have been the final chapter and the closing chapter of Tommaso Ciampa's career. Well, apparently for now, that is not the case. We saw Toxic Attraction win the tag team belts, however, and then what's more, I think I think we can speak to myself, we were all a little surprised to see Mandy Rose, however, Miss Catering 2.0 herself, however, Dana Brooke for the longest time, basically somehow, someway get a, well, I wouldn't say a cheap win, but a fluke win over the uh, Raquel Gonzalez tonight, and now it seems like Toxic Attraction have all the gold in the world. The women's tag team belts, and now yeah, the women's Yeah, totally interfering in the match. She cost her the title. Yeah, because we knew she was going to stick her nose where it didn't belong, and now the sad part about it is, though, that might be the final time, however, we see WWE's takeover. WWE takeover. Because apparently there are reports going around now saying that this might have been the last ever takeover. Ever. Ever. If they wanted to go out with a bang, they certainly did that. But here's the thing. I think I can speak for everyone, however, that I told you all so that Imperium was going to win the belts against MSK. Some of you thought MSK was going to win, but I told you Imperium was the better team. I like them marked out. So there you go. But getting back to uh, the whole Howling Havoc show in general, it wasn't bad. But again, I think WWE now knows how they are on bar time. The question is now is this going to be the final chapter of NXT? Is this the final, let's just say, story, then, if you will? Is this the like I said, the closing thing I mean, we thought we saw back in August, how it was going to be the final pay-per-view on Peacock with NXT TakeOver. Now with Halloween Havoc tonight, is this the final go-around for NXT? Are we going to see maybe, like I said, another team coming out of NXT? Are we going to see, like I said, the fi- is this the final, basically, win chapter? I don't know. All I can say is, however, if it is, they went out, however, the way they were supposed to. But some people might have a problem with them. Like problem, but they might have a little bit of a problem with how they went out. They did it. I don't know. But it's going to be interesting to see, however. Like I said, we'll see what happens, however. But all told, it wasn't a bad show from what I heard. It was interesting, but now the question is, where do they go from here? I don't know. I don't know. Now, as far as Raw goes, however, I'm going to go on record as saying it wasn't bad last night, but I will have a lot more to say on Thursday about that, and I will be a little late getting to uh, maybe possibly the show tomorrow night. 
But, of course, it is going to be good to see AEW back on Wednesday nights. And I'm sure everyone heard the news by now. And if they haven't heard already, I will report it here. And I think you may have missed it already in the news. Maybe you didn't. What is up with WWE letting Greg Hamilton go? Why? Why would you let him go as one of your announcers? That was stupid on their part, and they should be appalled at what they did. But do they care? No, apparently not. They don't care at all. So, yeah, great move, WWE. Way to uh, let one of your best announcers go, however, and piss all over him. Bravo. You must be very, very proud tonight, Vince, of what you did, you stupid, senile, arrogant prick. But, yeah, all told, however, I can say last night's show wasn't too bad. However, there were some things I liked, and there's some things I kind of want to bitch about on Thursday. So on that note, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to stay very long, and I'm not going to stay long. All I can say is NXT was very, very interesting tonight. But, again, it's, I don't think it did enough power to attract the rating. It definitely took a big, big hit tonight. So on that note, I'm going to get going. I will talk to you guys all tomorrow night with my thoughts about Dynamite returning. So until then, I bid you adieu. Unless you guys have anything to add, I bid you adieu. Get there, JD. We appreciate Thank you for joining us here tonight. And we'll talk at you tomorrow night. Thank you, JD. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, JD. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Jerry Geronimo, just dropping in for a short time to give his thoughts about about tonight's Halloween Havoc. Uh, of course, obviously, of course, uh, I think J.D. kind of really hit the nail on the head. As far as the situation here, of course, obviously with NXT, I think pretty much by, by uh, giving toxic attraction, of course, to women's Title and women's tag team titles. Um, I really, I think everything they pretty much hit, uh, pretty, pretty, and also Imperium winning the tag team titles. I really think that they, uh, they really kind of just drove the nail in the coffin as far as NXT goes. Because as we've been saying here for a long time, NXT has been, of course, WWE's saving grace, even though the w, Vince McMahon has never, of course, given, given NXT his full blessing. Um, you know, ever ever since, of course, uh, ever ever since, <clears throat> of course, it ever came into existence and everything of that nature. Um, but never, nevertheless, here, uh, he's pretty much that was the only reason why he had to officially kind of take that over is because he really kind of really want just really wanted to try to just drive it right into the ground. And sure enough, here, ladies and gentlemen, I really think that he has, he has really, he has really, of course, done that. Uh, so take that with take that, of course, obviously with a grain of salt. Uh, <clears throat> but but obviously, of course, like I said, obviously, of course, here. Uh, Sooner or later, here, you know, like I said, WWE has not going to have any more lifelines, as far as, of course, uh, as far as far as, of course, um, um, any other anything else that could possibly save save their shows and everything like that. So, uh, 
have to really 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 start start really considering every single option that he's got uh because if he because if he does not then sooner or later here he is simply going he is simply just going to uh <clears throat> he is simply just going to um like i said kill his own company from behind and and before you know it here ladies and gentlemen WWE is no longer going to even exist. And you're going to have all these companies trying to skirt to, to get WWE's video library and try to take a lot of that and try to get a lot of that stuff. And of course, like I said, you know, unless something might can turn it around. But I guess for the time being, ladies and gentlemen, that is probably not going to be the case. So. Sooner or later here, folks, all, all I can really see, WWE is going to go under. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but what, what else can we really What what else what else can we what else can we um, you know what 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 else can we really say here, folks? It's just it's just going to be just alarming, alarming beyond words. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, one six oh five uh five six two zero four four four. Caller ID, of course, one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode number one thousand fifty-nine of WCWS Revolution. <coughs> this is Tuesday, October twenty-six, two thousand and twenty-one, ten forty-eight PM Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Mr. WCWUS, Chad Hinchall, alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross, and also, of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, and I, and so tomorrow, of course, like I said, we will talk a little bit more further in depth about Halloween Havoc, and also, of course, we'll try to get you some insights about tomorrow night's episode of AEW Dynamite here, of course, here as well, which I'm sure Dynamite, once again, is going to continue to dominate. If you want to continue to, of course, dominate uh, WWE in every sense of the word, regardless, of course, of what they say the ratings are. Um, but nevertheless, here, folks, it is going to be one of those. It is going to be, of course, one of those nights. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John, uh, Any uh, anything to, uh, to bring up as far as GSWI is concerned?
Yeah, I'm here. Okay, no, I was talking to John. Um, oh. <laughs> Excuse me there, ladies. I'm sorry about that. Uh, um, unheard me or not, but uh, um, he may have probably stepped away for just for just a second here. But apparently, it must not be easy. Oh, nothing to add. Okay, thank thank you thank you very much for bringing that to our bringing that bringing that to our of course our attention here, John. Um, uh, with nothing really else, and John's already left us here for the night. We do thank you for coming on here as well. Of course, of course, ladies and gentlemen, before we before we of course we're going to go ahead and and start uh, start uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Getting ready to close things down here momentarily, but before we do, as always, ladies and gentlemen, we of course have to get our second volley in of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report reports herein. And of course, as we said, the man that brings us our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports daily on both WCW Fan Empire and WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade. Of course, it's going to bring that all to our attention here on tonight's edition of Revolution, as always. Uh, of course, let's go ahead and go to him now. And that is, of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Let's see what he has to add here for uh, for today, October the 26th, in terms of wrestling and pop culture here uh, today. Justin, please go ahead and see what you have to add. Hey, uh, see, try find it. Huh? Today's a happy twenty sixth birthday to make uh, a Mexican wrestler Kira. Female Mexican wrestler. Today's a happy 28th birthday to Noya Noramura, who currently works for All Japan Pro Wrestling, where he is a former All Asia All Asia Tag Team World Tag Team Champion, and also has a background in rugby. Today's a happy 30th birthday to Mexican wrestler Gal Galito. 32nd. Today's a happy 32nd birthday to Chico Adams. Today's a happy 33rd birthday, Ioma Honda. Today's a happy 34th birthday. To Janet Brannon, Canadian former pro wrestler, bearing on my renamed Portia Perez. Yeah, I know Liam Punk's birthday, John mentioned. And today's a happy, today's a happy 44th birthday to John Heater, active. Um, he made it um, best known for his role in the movie um, Napoleon Dynamite. Which he placed, which is the title name of his character, Napoleon Dynamite. And he was a guest host on Raw on January 18, 2010. 
Today's a happy 45th birthday to Anthony Island. Today's a happy 48th birthday to Tayoko Yoshida. Today's a happy 50th, 52nd birthday to Robert Millay. Rest of my Rena and Kurgan in WWE. Today's a happy 40, 44th birthday. Wait, 40. Wait. Today's a happy 54th birthday to Nirioka Toyota, retired Japanese female pro wrestler, best known under name Combat Toyota. Today's a happy 40, 54th, um, 55th birthday, Prince Pay Negro. And today's a uh, today's a happy 40, wait, 72nd birthday, I believe, to Kevin Sullivan. Wait. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's correct. Today's a happy 70. Today's a happy 73rd birthday to Alberto Lara, better known by his ring name, Aguia, India. And I know, and today is a happy, happy 74th birthday to Hillary Clinton, who made WWE, made a WWE appearance, Hillary Clinton, the wife, the, um, the wife of George Bill Clinton. I feel your pain. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, by the way, Chad. One other thing. Um, last Sun, you know, last last Saturday, last Sunday was my my brother and sister's birthday. They were they're twins. Oh, wow! They're both born in the same year, nineteen ninety, October twenty fourth. <laughs> oh, wow! That that's amazing. The uh, yep, the um, Fleming twins. Yeah, uh, and uh, see, today would have been a happy 80, see, 83rd birthday to Ron Wright. American would have been today, would have been an 83rd birthday to Ron Wright. Today's a 115th, 115th birthday. Today would have been a one. Today would have been a, the 115th birthday of Primo Canara, Italian pro wrestler, nicknamed the Ebling Alp. Uh, let's see some wrestling history today. 
see wrestling history. I'm trying. See, rest, see some wrestling history. 50 years ago today, Thunderbolt, Patterson, and Toru Tanaka beat Wahoo McDaniel and Buddy Wolf. Johnny Valentine beat Jose Lothario. Spoiler beat George Holtz. Yeah, um, Ernie Ladd beat Sabu Singh, and Bronco Lubitsch beat Bobby Shane, this was in Dallas, Texas, in world-class championship wrestling. 50 years ago today, I don't know who won this match. Um, the, the, the Crusher versus Blackjack Manza in AWA in Minot, North Dakota. Red Bastion versus Larry the X Tanning in Fairmont in promotion, AWA, American Wrestling Association. Mm -hmm. 50 years ago today, I don't know who won this match on these matches here. Um, Cisco Grimaldo at and the Red Demon, um, Ake Sheena versus Alex Medina, George Scott and Bill Drummo versus Bill White and Bill Mr. X, Big Steinburn and El Mongo versus Buddy Colt and Big John. Uh, Sting, uh, Sting defeated, uh, Buddy Lee Parker on in on WCW Pro. Rick Stein defeated Rick Thames on WCW Worldwide 30 years ago today. 30 years ago today, Rick Stein defeated Lou Fabiano on WCW Power Hour. 30 years ago today, WWF on WWF Superstars, Roddy Piper defeated Tanaka. And see, uh, The, um, El Matt, um, Tito Santana made his um, turn to WWE in his, re in his re debut as the El Matador, defeating Bob Bradley. And Ming Jing Oakland welcomes the natural disasters, earthquake, and typhoon, and Jimmy Hart, and along with their manager Jimmy Hart, to the platform. The disasters talk about being tag team champions and surviving at the Survivor Series. And Chad, this was as inspired as a generic as it gets. Mm -hmm. And 30 years ago today, Johnny B. Bad, we know as Mark Merrill, defeated Rex King on WCW, I mean, on World Plant Championship Wrestling, W slash WCW Saturday Night on TBS. And uh, see some. Let's see, uh, let's see. 50 years ago, let's see, hold on one second. So, oh, some other wrestling history, history. Um, 10 years ago today, Caitlin defeated Tamina on NXT. Now let's see, um,
50 years ago today, 50 years ago today, ABC aired a made-for-TV movie called The Death of Me, Yet. And see. And, 50, and 40 years ago today, Tag, you're in a shocker, um, Jay's boys, the Pittsburgh Steelers, beat the Houston Oilers 26 to 13 on ABC's My Night Football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I forgot to mention that. I forgot, I forgot to mention that. I forgot to mention that to him when we was on the show. Tell, I tried to tell him that on the show when he left. I'm sure. I'm sure he remembers it though. Yeah, he was. He was. I, yeah, he was five at that time, I believe. He was born in 76. Yeah, he hadn't grown a penis yet, so I mean, he said, whoops, okay, I've revealed the secret. Ah. And 40 years ago today, NBC aired a made-for-TV movie called Splendor in the Grass. What else? That's how J.D. was born. He was born in the grass. <laughs> See, and 40, 30 years ago today in game, in game, in game, see, game, game six of, um, Game six of the 1991 World Series. Game six of the 1991 World Series. Um, the minute the Twins beat the Braves four to three, CBS. Mm-hmm. And and uh, see, 20 years ago today, ABC aired a special called a third annual called. Daniel Radio Radio Music Awards in Las Vegas, I believe. Yeah, and twenty years ago today, twenty years ago today, uh, let's see, movies were released in theaters nationwide. Where is where I'm trying to find where I posted it? Yeah, 20 years ago today, four, uh, I think, let's see, 
assim. Yo, it's, I see, uh, K-Pax was released in theaters nationwide starring uh, Jeff Bridges and Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah, I remember that movie. And, uh, yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, four movies released in theaters nationwide. Wait, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five movies released in theaters nationwide. K Pack starring Jeff Bridges and Kevin Spacey that I just mentioned, and Donnie Darko starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, you might. That's a good movie. You know that Chad, Jake, um, Donnie Darko. Yeah, I I saw a little of that movie. I didn't see it all, but I heard it was I heard it was good. And um, mm-hmm. on the lines, on the line, starring in sync members, um, Lance Space and Joe Fatone. And Thirteen Ghosts and Bone Stein Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's see, um Okay, and that's it. Okay. And also ladies <laughs> in one of these movies, ladies and gentlemen, we found out that both the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, also teamed up in the movie. But, but they also went by names uh, Dick Hertz and Harry Balsack. <laughs> <laughs> you take your pick as to who was who, but I mean, that's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> but we're just, we're just joking. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us here tonight. For episode number 1059 of WCWS Revolution. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks the human supercharging John Gross and Justin Miss Fleming. With, of course, with kudos to the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. You know, he was not on for a long period of time, but we do thank you for coming on here as well. As, of course, we did discuss your wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. We did, of course, talk a little bit about NXT's Halloween Havoc. And we did, of course, talk about a little bit in depth about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. <coughs> um, be sure, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, to join us tomorrow night for WCWUS in, in, Outside the Ropes, uh, 141387-pound. And episode number 1060 of WCWUS Revolution, 138055-pound tomorrow night, of course, at 9 o'clock. Check out, of course, all of our groups on Facebook as we continue to post a lot of great stuff. Everything from classic cartoons to classic game shows, uh, classic wrestling matches, moments, and promos, and so much more. Group and, and of course, the uh, infamous WCWUS uh, stable of groups, of course, on Facebook. Check out all of our groups there, of course, here today. And also, be sure, ladies and gentlemen, to check out, of course, Justin's daily uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. Of course, he posted throughout. Of course, most of our most of the wrestling pages, of course, here on Facebook. But for WCWUS, he posts the wrestling portion. WCWUS Empire 
facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS appreciation and the pop culture portion on WCWUS entertainment cavalcade facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS entertainment be sure to of course stay safe out there ladies and gentlemen with of course this pandemic still looming around here keep yourself safe keep your family family and friends safe and of course uh, take every precaution that you feel that that it is, of course, necessary to prevent yourself from, of course, I'm getting for being one of the one of the many folks who have been who have, who have fallen who have fallen victim, of course, to this to this, of course, uh, sad situation. But please stay safe out there, folks, and all that, and say a prayer for all those who have been, of course, impacted by by the by the of course this new this uh, by this, of course, this dreaded situation. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, till then, 2015, of course, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <coughs> uh, this is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, give us just one second here. This is, of course, the one and the only the WCWS Radio Network. And as we close out with, a, hopefully, a little something. Here, here we go. WS Radio Network. Just have a good night. We'll talk at you tomorrow on Revolution. Take care. Good night. Good night, bud. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.